0: Today's episode is the first for the show, as neither myself nor my guest had seen the match in question until we sat down to record it. It's not the culmination of a storied rivalry, or a moment in time in which the entire performance art of pro wrestling pivots, but it is a little scene match wherein my favorite current wrestler, Pentagon Jr., and Ahmed's favorite wrestler, Pete Dunne, meet in a little-known clash. One is a brawling British scumbag, and the other is a skeleton ninja from Mexico, One's really into sadistic joint manipulation, and the other breaks bones for fun. They're thoroughly unpleasant characters who are nevertheless great fun to watch, and their similar attitudes make this a low stakes dream match. This week on I Hate Wrestling, it's Pete Dunne and Pentagon Jr., hateful young men. We're testing the acoustics of your new home and the podcast
1: studio of the week. Welcome. Jersey City. New Jersey. Yep. As (laughs) opposed to Jersey (laughs) City, Alabama.
0: Jersey City, Montana. Ahmed, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you for being in my apartment. You're
0: very welcome. That's a very strange way to put that and a strange thing to say in here. just want to ignore what you said. Yeah. So we are, we're here today to completely, I mean, I have, I've fucked up the concept of this show so many times because it's supposed to be about people who don't like wrestling Mm
1: -hmm.
0: watching wrestling that I think they will like to try to convince them that they do in fact like wrestling in at least some narrow set of circumstances. You are by far my most frequent guest. I've noticed. And you're a huge wrestling fan. So, I've decided to take that one degree further away from the original concept of the show. And today we're going to discuss your favorite wrestler and also my favorite wrestler.
1: This is the antithesis of your
0: show. Right. This is like bizarre. We love wrestling. We love wrestling. That's probably another show. That's, it that's, actually
1: is. Is it? Uh, I, well, I know there's We Enjoy Wrestling. There's We Enjoy Wrestling. Is, uh, a couple of guys from IGN. Okay. Yeah. But not maybe... There's maybe. also We Watch Wrestling, which is not bad. That's a good oh, show. Oh, that's WWE. No, it's not. We Watch Wrestling. initials. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, but We Watch Wrestling is not a bad show. I, I've, I've listened to some episodes. I enjoy that. I'm not like trying to get them to shout me out or whatever. I was going to say. You man. know what? Hey, We Watch Wrestling,
1: shout me out. I'm a big fan of post wrestling. Post wrestling, yeah, it's a bunch of guys from live audio wrestling who.
0: I thought you meant like just sort of uh, a post modern wrestling.
1: Um, I think that's the idea of the name. Maybe it's uh, a post wrestling world. uh, They have the post office.
0: Okay, it's like (laughs) uh, it's like Mad Max wrestling, just like a post apocalyptic wasteland with
1: just a ring in it. With an Asian guy and a white guy, yeah, Absolutely. (laughs)
0: absolutely. Is there an Asian guy in?
1: Yeah, in, Wei Ting in Mad Max. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're talking about different things. Yeah, man. I'm. Thinking, I'm talking about the podcast. You gone <laughs> on a Mad Max. Uh...
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm heading down Fury Road. I'm so sorry. Wrestling is stupid.
1: Anyways, so anyway, what's not stupid? Right. Are our two favorite wrestlers? Our two. Have.
0: Our two favorite wrestlers. Who are my my favorite wrestler is Pentagon Junior, aka Pentagon Dark, mm-hmm. aka. Penta El Cerro Miedo, aka Penta El Zero M, mm-hmm. aka probably about a million other names. There's a lot of names to him. Look, we're, we're gonna call him Pentagon.
1: Sure. You and have a Pentagon shirt on.
0: I do have my Pentagon shirt on. I'm unzipping you hear it. that zipper? I'm unzipping it so you can that see. zipper. This is my 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 Pentagon uh, Junior T-shirt with a Star of David on it for some reason. Well. And it's <laughs> Right. And uh, thank uh, I'm gonna thank my mom for getting me this for Christmas. Well, I was so, a big fan,
1: um, big fan of, of the podcast. Show. Big fan of the show. And occasionally, maybe me. I'm not really
0: sure. Yeah, I think so. She, she's very confused about you and your personal life. What, she still this? thinks you're a dad
1: for some reason. A dad? A dad. No. I, I know. know. I'm aware. I've never been a dad. And I will never be a dad.
0: <laughs> oh, well, don't sell yourself short.
1: Anyway. <clears throat> Pentagon. You have a shirt on. Pentagon. And? My favorite wrestler. The almighty... <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> lastly, that would be the worst fucking match. Uh, no, Pete, Pete Dun, Pete Petrov, aka
0: A.K. Petrov Dun, aka I think Pietro Dun. You called yep, him one uh-huh, time, uh-huh. and Pedro Dunzo, <laughs> Pedro Dunzo. That's like that's like a British Enzo. That's like Ray. Juan Cena. Yeah. So what's this? You hear this zipper? That that's that's Ahmed opening up his hoodie to reveal that he's got a a, a Pete Dun. Sweater vest on? No, it's just a regular sweater vest. Okay. It's a
1: uh, Ralph Lauren uh, (laughs) polo because, uh, as you might know, Uh what do I do for a living? You're a therapist. Yes, I've never mentioned that before on this podcast. You ever watch Frasier? I would rather not. It's a pretty good show. I'm aware he's a therapist or psychiatrist or something. Yeah. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer is not my favorite actor. No. He's also like a right-wing nut job.
0: Yes, yes. You're not watching this for Kelsey Grammer. You're watching this for David Hyde Pierce. The man is a national treasure. David Hyde Pierce, national treasure.
1: Also great, John uh, John Mahoney. Mahoney or Mulaney? Mahoney. I don't know what that is. Is that the dad? That's the father. Oh, the old dude. Yeah. Yes. John Mulaney would have been like 15. <laughs> he could be writing. He could be. He could have been writing on that show. We don't know. <laughs> This okay. This is all, getting cut, off. This cut
0: is all off. getting cut. This is getting so cut. I'm so sorry. We're like 12 minutes in and 30 seconds of this is usable.
1: you want to do this again? What
0: are you drinking there? CNC cola? Would you pay for that like 50 cents?
1: You know, you are making yourself work harder than you need to. No, you
0: see what I'm doing right now is I am, I am attempting to make some filler because we don't have any homework to talk about. We don't have any background to talk about because neither one of us has ever seen this match before.
1: No, but, but we have talked about doing the show for under a month, maybe a few yes, weeks. Yes, yes. And we both did not have a subscription to, um, this specific company's promotions, um, web, pres- uh, what's it called? Streaming? Network. Yeah, streaming, streaming service? I don't know why I couldn't say that. <laughs> streaming <laughs> network. What, you paid by the word? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Um, <laughs> So we, well, I, mm-hmm. I've spent my hard on hard earned, dude. Well, not yet. There's a this. there's a free week. I pay for it.
0: You can cancel within a I'm week. Not it. I'm not doing. I'm
1: going to okay. keep it. It's okay. like eight bucks.
0: Okay. Um, so, so this this match is it's Pete Dunn versus Pentagon Junior. Yes. And it's the promotion is Rev Pro Revolution Pro Wrestling. Yes. Which is out of the UK.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. I don't know too much about about Rev Pro. I've seen a little bit of their stuff. Sure. I know you're a little bit more versed in it than I am. You're going to a Rev Pro show later this month, right? Yes,
1: they're going to be in New York City uh, WrestleMania weekend.
0: Yes, which... And this is the same day that you and I are going to Ring of Honor... No? Different day? It's the day before. It's the day before when I am going to be at
1: TakeOver. Yes, which why you can't go to this show. Right, okay. Although... But there's another show
0: before the New Japan Ring of Honor show that you're going to, right? Is it a progress show or something?
1: No, I'm just going to those two shows. Okay. For now. Alright. I might go somewhere else, uh, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania weekend is just fucking lousy with pro wrestling.
1: By which I mean, mean, like, I mean, much of it?
0: I mean, like, infested, like, with lice, is what I mean by that Oh, that's what you meant. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean like bad. I just meant it festive with lights. So, There's a tremendous amount of wrestling that's going to be happening. Yes, just and, uh, drowning in wrestling. And Rev Pro will be there. Um, Refro will be there. I don't. I think they've been in the U.S. before, maybe for previous WrestleMania weekends. Um, but since they, we haven't had a WrestleMania in New Jersey, New York since 2013. This will be my first time being able to see them, which is exciting.
0: So, w- tell me a little bit about their. Um, we know they're a British promotion. What's their, what's their vibe like? I, I always got the feel that they were kind of like progress, just not as cool. That's exactly what
1: it is. <laughs> uh, I think, I, um, they're... The way that I kind of view them is a bit like Evolve in that the production isn't so... <laughs> and what I mean by that is, like, Evolve has good they're all
0: They're all basically the same name, also.
1: Evolve, Revolution... Yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> um... Evolution for wrestling at all, yeah. Um, That it's it's pretty stripped down. Their shows are, they look, and there's a charm to this, by the way. Yeah. But they look like oh, this is like very indie. Right. I think I think
0: WWE UK kind
1: of. It's a it's similar. Kind of jacked the look. Yeah.
0: They run a lot of shows in ballrooms and things like that.
1: Exactly, and you can tell that it's it's a darker
0: it's dark arena. They don't. It's not super slick. Not yeah. overproduced the way WWE well, is. Well,
1: Re- Rev Pro, a lot of... I want to say like it's always dark because yes. there are a lot of shows. The one that we watched um, with ne- uh, Pac and Osprey, yes. I wouldn't say that that was like dimly lit or anything. It was pretty bright, I would say. You can see the audience. You can see the character of the building, which I think is nice because in WWE land, you can't tell shit about anything. They all look right. the same.
0: Everything is just like this big glossy mess.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like the
0: there's... others colors a- that... Mesh, right? It's like an impressionist painting, yeah. Everything is like except not, lit. except not beautiful, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's su- a, a WWE show is super weird because it's so produced and everything is high definition and it feels weird, kind of almost like it's it's almost feels like you're watching a network sitcom or something like that sometimes when you're it, watching WWE. I,
1: I was having this discussion with someone recently about like. Why do people get angry about wrestling? And my angry being I mean like, well, it's fake. And I'm like, well, why? Why are you so f- upset that it's fake? And I think some of this is like the look of it, because it's not produced like a sitcom. It doesn't right. look like a sitcom. It doesn't look like a, um, like a high end Netflix show either. Um, it's like this weird thing of like it's fiction, right? But it looks like it's live sports right and
0: specifically like monday night football kind of yeah money out the ass overproduced fucking logos everywhere yeah Yeah. and that's what they want to be
1: that's what they want to be and i think it's weird to do in a wrestling show that you're trying to like make make the fans think that it's legit when we know it's not legit and it's just kind of a mindfuck to be honest uh one of the reasons I enjoy progress is that it's shot differently. It's a bit more cinematic, but it's not like Lucha Underground, right. which is like that is a show that right. is like a high, like a high, um, high concept, high money, uh, high financial show, and it looks different. It doesn't feel like your average wrestling show.
0: Right. It's got they've got like a three camera setup. Yep. There are, you know, there's there's cranes on cameras. You do zooms. You do. Yep pans you do tilts and then the backstage segments are completely the, the in-ring stuff is yeah. is well produced and that i guess is pretty comparable to what you see in progress yeah. but then the backstage is completely a completely different level of production value yeah. in terms of scripting in terms of acting in terms of lighting yeah. it looks like a movie
1: i would say that, like uh for repro if you've ever seen a Like a PWG show. Yeah. Which, like, very kind of bare bones. Um, Even New
0: Japan looks like that sometimes.
1: Yeah, exactly. And depending on some of these promotions that you have, like, the heart cam, Mm -hmm. and, like, maybe that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in Rev, they do have, like, cameramen that are mobile and shoot like they would shoot in WWE, but uh, Rev Pro, uh, just a little bit more about them, they have a relationship with the New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Um, A lot of guys, like, be done. Uh, They don't work for a pro anymore. Uh, With the... You know, this happened a couple years ago where... Yeah, this
0: match is 2017. Yeah, so WWE... two very important years for both of these gentlemen. We'll talk about that.
1: Yeah, so around 2017, that was the first year of the UK tournament, I believe, right? Yeah. And so WWE, um, (laughs) they like to have these partnerships with promotions which usually ends in like not good for those promotions they tend to go out of business or they get bought up i should say um yeah and rep pro is one of the companies that wwe did approach for a relationship and they declined uh instead wwe has worked with your icws uh your progresses your like ott's evolve evolve but yeah. I specifically for like uh, the UK, oh sure, sure. Um, they've worked with them, and uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, Jim Smallman, who is like the head of Progress, has a job. I think uh, allegedly has a job with WWE NXT or NXT UK. So it's a bit of what what happened back in the eighties, where they go into a territory a... and mm-hmm. hey, we'll we'll be bus- we'll be friends, and then all before you know it. Yeah, um,
0: And also a little bit of the, the sort of Paul Heyman in the 90s thing, yep. where you're technically an independent entity, but also you're on WWE payroll, and they can kind of take your talent whenever they yeah. want to.
1: And so Rev Pro, as I mentioned, kind of opted not to do that. Uh, probably, honestly, for, as a fan, thank you, don't do it. Uh, but they do have these relationships with uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan, which are still going on to this day. Uh, we don't know what's gonna happen with AEW if they're gonna be interested in doing something, but yeah. You know.
0: um, I guess let's let's do a, a quick uh, quick rundown of the background on on these guys. Yeah. Pete Dunne came up on the on the UK indies and got over pretty big working these indies like Progress, mm-hmm. like uh, I'm sure he did ICW also and Rev yep. Pro. Mm-hmm. Held titles everywhere he went, and when WWE. Came calling, I think he lost a qualifying match to get into the Cruiserweight Classic they the ran in twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. and then made it into the twenty seventeen UK Championship tournament, and went all the way to the finals before losing to Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. That is true. So I think the tournament had already happened before this match.
1: Uh, this match is, it may have just happened right before. Yeah, because this is uh was released. February 25th, 2017. That tournament was January 2017.
0: So... So this is like four months before Pete Dunne kind of levels up and wins the UK title. Which is a show that we've done. Which is a show that we've done. And that sort of represents the next level, the next evolution of Pete Dunne. Yeah. Where he sort of comes into his own as a star and is still to this day the WWE UK champion champion. Almost two full years later.
1: It's uh, by the time he loses it, which I think I know when that will be, (laughs) it will have been... uh, A hair under two years. 23 months or something like that. So he's he's doing really well. He's doing uh, really well. From the time of the show. Pentagon Jr.
0: I've also talked a little bit about his history in, I think it was episode 11, Zero Fear, where I talked about his... I just did the the Cerro Miedo hand signal, very nice. His match I'm also with, wearing a
1: mask and a suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. The dude,
0: the dude loves wearing a uh, a mask with a suit. That's that is. It's can I just look. say it's the most badass look?
1: I'm into it. Like a
0: three piece suit with a lucha mask. Yeah. It's the best look. I follow Pentagon
1: Junior on uh, on Instagram. By the way, yes. Kind of weird that he has an Instagram, but okay. Yeah,
0: and he's always like posting. Photos of him and his brother Phoenix, and they're like on planes and shit, just like covering their faces. I love it. And Pentagon Jr. travels at least sometimes, travels around wearing just like jeans and a black t shirt, no mask, and like a Pentagon Jr. trucker hat. That's amazing. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> like, is that Pentagon Jr.? I think that might be
1: Pentagon Jr. <laughs> the hat kind of gives it away.
0: Yeah, the hat does kind of give it yeah. away. But he started out in Mexico. As Okay, so there was this character in the 80s, Octagon, who was one of the biggest stars of, of 80s Lucha Libre. And he was like this red and black heroic ninja character. And then they created a black and white evil ninja character named Pentagon to be his rival. Pentagon got run out of town pretty quickly. Octagon moved on to other things. And then in the mid-2000s, they decided to bring in an Octagon Jr. Like a successor to the original character. And to fight Octagon Jr., they decided to bring in a Pentagon Jr. Now, Octagon Jr. very quickly got signed by WWE who turned him into Kalisto. That's Kalisto? That's Kalisto. He was Octagon Jr. I was in
1: Samurai Del Sol. He was also that. That's how I know him. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, Pentagon Jr. winds up far outlasting Octagon Jr. far outlasting the original Pentagon and honestly at this point has probably had as good a career as the original Octagon. He's the
1: best geometric shape of all time. He's the best geometric shape. Yeah.
0: He's the son of a shape.
1: Shape Jr. He's a shape shifter.
0: <laughs> so he's he came to prominence in the US on Lucia Underground like we were talking about and despite the fact that he was a secondary character at best Through sheer force of personality, he kind of forced his way to becoming the protagonist of that show, despite the fact that I think they wanted... There were like three or four other people that they wanted to be the protagonist of the show first. They had Prince Puma, who later became Ricochet. They had Johnny Mundo. They had Mil Muertes. They had Phoenix, who was uh, Pentagon's brother. Mm -hmm. And through all of that, he just sort of forged this connection with the fans, because the dude is just incredibly magnetic. And... It took him a, a long time, but finally he won the Lucha Underground Championship.
1: The gifts of the... the what's it called? The, the gift, gift of, the of the gods?
0: The gift of the gods. Yeah, he had that for yeah. a minute too. But, yeah, so Pentagon Jr. then, from there, went on to essentially transcend Lucha Underground, transcend Mexico. He's working in literally every company that's not WWE right
1: now. So we mentioned WrestleMania the weekend. So, I, I know last year this was an issue for him. This year it's a, another issue, which is, He's on, like, every show. Yeah. Um, I think he's doing MLW, he's doing Impact, he's doing... Yeah, Impact World Indies. Champion, by the way. What's up? Former Impact World Champion. Yes, for, like, a minute. Yes. It was kind of weird. Um, but Pentagon, uh, to your point, you'll you return to it, but super busy. Super even busy. To this, even to this day.
0: Yeah, the dude is... He and his brother, Phoenix, also. They are two of the most in-demand singles wrestlers and in-demand as a tag team, all around the world, constantly, it's incredible.
1: Uh, absolutely, they were. Uh, I think maybe informally offered contracts. Um, I know that WWE was very interested, and in they were uh, they turned them down. So
0: yeah, I think I think probably to their to their benefit. I think WWE wouldn't necessarily know the best way to use a
1: Pentagon Junior. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if a Pentagon would fare well.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing is that Pentagon is not a small guy. But small by WWE standards, he's not hyper athletic in I mean he's very athletic, yeah. but he's not a ricochet. he's not a Ricochet, he's not an Alistair Black.
1: He's not a Phoenix either.
0: He's not a Phoenix either. Yeah. He's honestly more of a Kevin Owens
1: mm-hmm.
0: in terms of his uh, his physical presence sure. and his and his personality. He's just a magnetic Captivating performer, yep. and he can do whatever you need him to do, but he can't like literally fly the way some of these guys no. can. And I think
1: WWE needs that of a smaller guy. I think you're right. Um, it's it, it's interesting because he is uh, while well, he didn't decline a WWE contract. Uh, I don't even know if he's legally able to even work there because of the Lucha Underground has some weirdness going on with their contract situation. But he is going to be a featured act in the AEW. Yes. Um, which, t- 2019, yeah. uh, 2017 was a big deal for him and Pete. Uh, 2019, I think we can safely say Pete Don and Pentagon both might be on national TV. Yeah.
0: years over. Yeah, fucking wild. And that's why, you know, this was, this was a dream match that we, I think, talked about before we found out that it happened. <laughs> yes. We'll we'll talk a little bit about why this is a dream match in a second, but this is a dream match that happened without us knowing because both of us were, I think, following the careers of these guys when this match happened, not to the degree that we do now, but by by this time next year, this match is going to be even more of a dream match because both of these guys will have reached this whole new level. Yep. You know, they they clashed at this point right before they were both about to yep. level up. Yeah. And where we are now, they're leveling up again in parallel on yep. opposite ends of the world. And I really want to see <laughs> what happens to these guys next. Yep. And then I want to see them fucking
1: wrestle each other. Yes. It's it's almost... Um, this is a great thing about wrestling. Uh, yeah. Is that you can go back in different generations of it. And it's similar to... In WWE this happened the Daniel Bryan CM Punk feud in 2012 yeah where it was like a summer long program it was pretty good you know they were building and they were assuming that some of the fans knew that these two guys wrestled right when they were not in their prime I mean it's debatable right. when they were in the prime but that this match had happened years before and had been a big a fairly big deal. Been fairly yeah. regarded as a as a a good match, good few, good pairing, and that this match that we're going to talk about, Pete Dunne and uh, Pentagon, um, it's kind of fallen in that tradition. Right. And uh, there's probably a bunch of other examples between them.
0: Yeah, I think the big one is Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, right? Yes. Where they're where they're sort of wrestling over the intercontinental title, or Rock and Triple H, or Rock and Triple H, yeah. right. Where uh, Rock and Austin too, yeah. Where you have these guys who are on their way up, they intersect briefly. They have uh, they have a pretty good match. Yeah. they separate. They both become much more dynamic performers. Yeah. they come back together and blow the fucking roof off the yeah. building. Exactly, and it's it's a fairly common thing, and we were wanting this match to happen without realizing that the first step, like that first spark, that yeah. first
1: crossing of the paths had already happened. It's uh, something I realized, uh which is I'm kind of hoping this happens, is uh, I was watching a Prince Debit Kenny Omega match yeah. from two thousand and thirteen, eleven maybe? Like it was many, many years ago. And I—that's a match I never thought happened, but it did happen, and it happened in New Japan when Kenny was not the Kenny is now, right? And uh, Finn Balor was Prince Devitt at the time; he wasn't even the Prince Devitt that he would become. Right, and it was like this They're weird, just like proto young lions kind of thing. Um, Balor wasn't really a young lion, and neither was Kenny. But they were like—they don't just have a their step. They didn't have like that. Per- they didn't have their personalities. No, um, Kenny was Kenny. So okay, he's okay. a bit weird. But not like... But not like what they ended up becoming. Yeah, right. exactly. So we'll see how this match is. I mean, at this point, so it's seventeen. You know Pentagon's career more than I do. Yeah. And I know all he done at that time was just coming off that tournament. And he, to me, even though he didn't win, he was the start of the tournament. He was the start of the tournament, absolutely. With the personality yeah. to, to boot. Yeah.
0: And just the same way, we're coming off of season 2 of lucha underground where pentagon did not win the lucha underground championship but you know his whole his whole character arc through the first two seasons was searching for a master mm. searching for somebody who could show him how to how to harness his potential and sort of reach the next level in his career yeah. and the first season ended with him fighting Vampiro and Vampiro revealing that he was the master the Pentagon was looking for mm-hmm. and sort of taking Pentagon under his wing. Season two ends with Pentagon rejecting Vampiro, saying that he's the master and like laying out Vampiro in a pool of blood to end the season. So both of these guys are in a place where they are ready. They're primed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess we should talk about it at this point why this is a dream match. Because these dudes, despite the fact that one of them is like a... What would you call Pete Dunne? He's like a, a thug... A thuggish
1: kind of... Like his his character? Brawler. He's a brawler. Yeah. He's a little shit. Yeah. He's a little shithead. I don't know how <laughs> else you could... Uh, and right now he's a baby face on... NXT UK, but yeah, yeah, he's still like a dick. I mean, yeah, he's he a, bites your fingers, he's he'll a, he's
0: a miserable son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a, a
0: he, he's a brawler, he's sadistic, yeah. he loves joint manipulation. He will, he can control your entire body by the way he bends your fingers, yeah. he will bite your fingers, he will rip at your ears, he will, uh. While he's cranking you in an arm lock, just casually like stand on your hair. Yeah. So just An just, overall ass. Yeah, just a horrible man. Um and maybe a hateful? A hateful young man. Yes. Episode title. Yep. Working. I might not call it that. We'll, well see. We'll see. Um but yeah, it's just a a real a real shit
1: bag. Like not a good friend. Not but a- you have him around. Because I don't think he really likes his own friends <laughs> and, and British strong style. Yeah, he never smiles. He doesn't smile. He's a miserable prick. And he's great. And he's
0: fantastic. And he's, like we said, sadistic, violent. Meanwhile, Pentagon Jr., despite the fact that he is not like this brawler from the UK, but is instead a skeleton ninja from Mexico, is very similar personality-wise. Yeah maybe a little bit more bombastic?
1: Yeah, Pete's not bombastic at all. No,
0: Pete is he's he's, he's
1: reserved. He's reserved, reserved.
0: soft spot. He he tells you how much he hates you by looking at you.
1: Something that I have taken inspiration from because it's all in the eyes.
0: It's all it's all in the eyes. He will he looks at you like you are a piece of melted dog shit. Yeah. Whereas Pentagon will get in your face yeah. and scream at you. Yeah about how he's gonna break every bone in your body. Pentagon also loves breaking bones. Uh, he's not so much about joint manipulation as he is about arm breaking. yes that is his that is his signature. He likes to break people's arms as a trophy. <laughs> so these two guys are a perfect match in terms of just hateful aggression. They're a little different personality wise. I think probably Pete Dunne is the better technician. The better, uh, the better, well, I don't know, because I was thinking that he was probably better in ring, but Pentagon also flies, which Pete doesn't.
1: Well, Pete doesn't do
0: it. I don't know if he can't fly. Right, but he's, he's he works a more, a more grounded style, which yeah. Pentagon can also work. They're both, I would say, in terms of striking, they're on par with each other. Sure. In terms of, Grappling, they're on par with each other. I would say on the ground, Pete has the advantage. Maybe in the air, Pentagon has the advantage. And then as far as charisma wise, I feel
1: like Pentagon might have a bigger presence. Yeah, so I don't know if Pete Dunne is like a super charismatic outwards performer. I think if you get into his matches, he's super charismatic. Yes. But you've got to be a certain type of fan to kind of get it. And I think Pete character wise and like promo wise he's not really that. no he's fantastic. a bad promo he's really bad and he's in developmental he really yeah. gotta work on that uh, but they, Pentagon is a much more I think fleshed out Pentagon cuts a solid promo in Spanish yeah.
0: and if you don't speak Spanish you're like that's a tight promo yeah, yeah. Pentagon has that thing where you want to see these guys do stuff that's not wrestling sure whereas like yo I would watch that guy in the grocery store
1: You'd you'd watch Penta
0: at Stop and Shop. Yes, I would definitely watch Pentagon at Stop and Shop. Whereas I feel like Pete Dunne wouldn't do anything interesting at Stop and Shop.
1: I think he'd steal some stuff. (laughs) He would steal some stuff. Pete Dunne, yeah. He's not paying for shit. (laughs) But no, you're right. I think Pete Dunne, uh, mostly because I can gather from his, just like some stuff I know about him. Yeah. We might like some of the same music, (laughs) uh, but he's a bit more emo than I am. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't think I could, you yeah, know, I can't really say that on most wrestlers though, to be honest.
0: There's a few like Randy Savage, like you, I would love to see Randy Savage at a grocery store. Sure. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I feel like would be cool.
1: I want to see Shinsuke, Shinsuke at a strip club because <laughs> I feel like he would just go he, on stage. He would go,
0: he would go on stage and the strippers would be like, okay, sure. Um,
1: yeah. All
0: right. So neither one of us have seen this match.
1: No. Do you know how this match ends? No. I should probably say no, because this is yeah, audio. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: this great radio. You just, like, made a gesture and shook your head no. I also don't know how this match ends. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, let's let's, let's give this a match.
0: Okay, so we are watching... Uh, I'm going to tell you this as if you can follow along with us, unless you also want to sign up for uh, <laughs> for RevPro On Demand. But we are watching Pentagon Jr. versus Pete Dunne from... Revolution Pro Live in Portsmouth 7. Port's mouth. Port's mouth. It's the mouth of the port.
1: You know. All right, you know so that one. guys. It's loading. In case you're watching along, it's one hour and 35 minutes into the uh to the sh- stream.
0: Good call. So we have Pete Dunn out first. The bruiserweight, Pete Dunn.
1: Great nickname. I like that nickname. He's using Impact Font for <laughs> his uh, name. Is that impact? In- yes. That is Impact. That today,
0: yep. And as we can we can clearly see, this is the sort of larval version of Pete yes. Dunne. We've got no facial hair. He's a little bit baby faced. Yep. He's got. I I don't mean he's a nice guy. I mean he's just got a little <laughs> bit of baby fat to him. Yep. Still chunky. A little Chubby. bit chunky. His hair is it's not kinda, as long. It's not as long. No beard at all. No. And he's got the the pre WWE version of his entrance jacket. Yep. Like before, he had. Like, the best seamstresses in the world to, to <laughs> draw upon for his
1: ring gear. That's one thing you can never take away from WWE, their their, their gear. No, dude.
0: Asuka's robes? It's insane. Incredible.
1: I like her thong as well. Mom. Yeah.
0: Her, her, her thong, which is like over zebra print.
1: Yeah, it's hot. Short pants. I'm into it. So the camera work, as you, as you can tell, <laughs> is very <laughs> Indie-rific
0: yeah speaking of Mom, I think somebody's mom is filming this
1: one million it's a child actually <laughs> what is going on here when they talk about uh, uh smoke filled bingo rooms this is kind of what kind of what they're referring to which
0: it's refreshing though I like oh yeah. oh, so we have uh, go. the gold variation of pentagon
1: does he have a name for his he, different colors? oh well, he's l zero m here yeah he's penta l zero m uh here. Oh, this is how I walk into the bathroom.
0: <laughs> you, do, you do like those little, oh, little. look at that fucking.
1: Oh,
0: uh, so so Pentagon is up on the top rope uh, sort of doing a taunt and Pete Dunne approached him and Pentagon just sort of motioned him away like him with away. this tiny little flick of the wrist, which is incredible. That's a real Pentagon Jr. sort of attitude move that you wouldn't see from Pete Dunne.
1: Just because uh, this match might exemplify it. One of the reasons why wrestling is so fucking great, yes, is that we have two guys here who definitely don't speak the same language. Correct. Like Penta probably knows some English. And yes, I'm sure. Like the way they communicate is not in full sentences. It's probably like you know, arm drag. Right. You know whatever, but um, it's it's wild when I think about like New Japan also where.
0: Yeah, they 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 cross promote shows with Mexico.
1: Yeah, and like how what's going on in terms of communicating.
0: Well, Spanish is apparently easier for Japanese speakers than English is.
1: Okay, uh-huh.
0: I I, which I learned from uh, King of Strong Style Shitsuke Nakamura's autobiography.
1: Uh, by the way, this uh, referee—I think his name is Chris Roberts. Uh huh. He's in like every indie UK promotion <laughs> yep. imaginable.
0: He's not the—he's not the the UK indie ref that follows me on Instagram.
1: There's a guy who follows you on in Instagram. Yes.
0: Okay, so I think I think Pentagon is our baby face here. That was one of my big questions: is who's the favorite because uh pete dunn is the hometown guy obviously yeah. but actually but we're watching this without the sound both of them seem to be getting uh
1: they're both playing to the crowd so yeah and you can see
0: the sort of body language difference here pentagon is like whoa oh,
1: up to the face pete
0: jumps pentagon uh and now uh laying in some kicks so pentagon was sort of more dynamically moving around the ring, calling for cheers, almost like Hulk Hogan yeah. style. Whereas Pete was sort of standing still like a statue and raising yeah.
1: up one hand, making a beckoning gesture. So Donna is uh, yelling at the crowd. I presume to tell them to go bugger off. Right. As
0: the Brits would say. Uh, my British accent is yeah. awful. Uh, He's grabbed a... Oh, okay. So we had a side headlock, went for a bulldog Pentagon now in control uh, Piton throws him into the ropes. Leapfrog.
1: Deep, uh, just a quick side. Oh! Leapfrog. Whoa, nice.
0: <laughs> Reverse leapfrog into the ropes. Arm drag. And now into the ropes again.
1: Her karana. Yep. Head oh. oh, and a nip up. Ah, uh, the little pose off. Yep. Yep. Oh, yes, there it
0: is. Oh, <laughs> Pete Dunn suckered Pentagon into a, uh, into a a catchphrase off, and when Pentagon went to do his signature, uh,
1: zero fear taunt, caught
0: a slap in it's the like, face.
1: It's like if you play WWF you have no mercy, and you do the taunt off, and as Matt's doing his taunt off, I just kick him in the balls.
0: Yep. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Pete starting with the joint uh, manipulation, wrenching the fingers and wrists of Pentagon. How does this not hurt? I Jesus! I I do like that. Pete Dunn has done his homework and Pete just screamed that. at the referee who backed away and now is acting surprised that the referee cowered. Okay. It's a very, it's a very fit
1: Finley move. But uh, they kind of the same movements. Yeah. It's
0: a little funny. regal, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I just yeah. saw regal Monday Night Yep. Here
0: we go. Another leapfrog. Oh! oh and uh, he tried to mirror what Pentagon had just done with a reverse sort of somersault and caught a kick to the gut, and now Pentagon doing a taunt. That's one thing that, you know, Pete Dunn has done his homework because he knows. Oh, and there we go. The, oh, uh, yes! <laughs> Pentagon went to do the zero fear hand signal and got bitten
1: on the fingers. Did he do the pedigree? Oh, oh shit! He did the pedigree! <laughs> yeah. He just dropped Pentagon with the oh pedigree. Oh, my God. I love that, that all of uh, Birch does that.
0: He's, uh, I, I keep interrupting myself here. But Pentagon, uh Pete Dunn has done his Dunn has done his homework and knows that Pentagon loves his fucking catchphrases. Yeah. He will hit those catchphrases and those signature poses hard. Yeah. Anytime he will do them constantly. So he's been suckering Pentagon into doing his signature taunts and then countering. I love it. It's smart. And now he's uh he's sort of jawjacking. Yeah. Oh Ooh. and knocks Pentagon to the ground with a uh was that a bicycle kick?
1: I was going to call it a bicycle kick, yeah.
0: Yeah, very Liu Kang. And now he's sort of mocking Pentagon's more animated beckoning for cheers. And <laughs> Yes. This is so good. This is great. So, so we're seeing Pete, Pete Dunne sort of out of character. Yeah. Hamming it up a little bit yep. to make fun of Pentagon.
1: I love it. This is great. He'll work.
0: Yes. Oh, and now he's getting out of the is ring. He
1: attacking a child because he t- he likes to do that.
0: He's he's picking a fight with somebody in the crowd. Oh God, is it a child? Is it an old lady? This looks like White
1: Eagle Hall in Jersey City. It
0: does. <laughs> um, Shout out to us not going to that show, even though Shindro Otani and Scott Stein. I might are go there.
1: My friend is working. Um will There, so we'll see. Look at this. He Frank Mir will also be at White, well, White Eagle Hall.
0: So Pete Dunne was just strutting around the ring. <laughs> <laughs> He flipped him off. Okay. He flipped him off, gave him the finger, literally gave him a finger, and Pete Dunn grabbed it and manipulated it again. And now, Pete Dunn is in control here in a way that I didn't necessarily expect.
1: Well, he's the heel. He right? is he's the, the heel. He's get the heat on Penta. Yep. Um, oh, and here the... we go,
0: just dragging him to the ground.
1: I do have a medical concern for Pete Dunn, though. Yeah. So he puts all these people's uh, fingers in his mouth and uh-huh. whatnot. Is he, is he making sure that they've Use oh. hand sanitizer. Does he have Pepsi now? Like, what's going on? Yeah. He's taking the glove off. Yep. So, Dunn has. Ah! ah. Motherfucker. <laughs> he has. Uh, Pete has Penta tied to the mat, foot on his head, biting his fingers. Holy shit. That's gross.
0: Yep. And now it uh, looks like we're tying up the legs, going for a surfboard. Doing a Brian Anderson special. Perhaps a. <laughs> Again, hitting that catchphrase. Or hitting the, the the sort of signature pose. The taunt. Yeah, the taunt. And now going for a. Yep, it's going to be a, a surfboard, like a Jushin Liger style. Ooh, I thought it was going to be a Jushin style. Ooh! No, I thought it was going to be a surfboard. It wasn't. It was a. Like an armbar crossed with a, a knee stomp. It looked like death. I love the festive winter.
1: Yeah, thank you for bringing this up. Because <laughs> I was wanting to bring it up about five minutes ago.
0: Yeah, they have, uh, they have, this is a winter show. They have like a, a. Snowflakes. Yeah, some festive winter snowflakes in light projected on the some wall. liberals, you know, like a, on the wall. It's like the enchantment under the sea dance. Oh! Uh, and uh, Pentagon finally in control here.
1: Well, not only in control, he just got some offense in. Yep. Ah, uh, sling blade. Yep, kicked him in the face. Slingblade
0: of uh, Pentagon now start hitting some of his signature offense and Peteun rolls to the floor. And now Pentagon probably off the ropes. Oh, Ooh,
1: that didn't look good actually. Yeah, I it didn't look it. great.
0: Uh, Pentagon went for a uh went for a suicide dive and I think the idea was he was supposed to catch a uh catch a forearm to the face. And it looks like uh it was a glancing blow at best.
1: An Alicia Fox type of uh, forearm to the face. Yeah. Not and very then a uh
0: stuck. <laughs> you can see daylight and then uh, we see uh, Dunn drops him back first on the ring apron Ooh. and now what is, what is this here? He's tying his <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: he's putting a rope of some kind around
0: yeah this is neck. this is like a rope that they're using to tie the security railing together and he just pulled it loose and was using it to choke him there's a and, child booing yep. Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne uh, yelling at a child
1: here. Pete Dunne is not for the kids. No, Pete Dunne is not. He's not a He's not a John Cena type. No, but he does have a child, though. Did you know about this? I did not know. He has a baby. Brand new baby. Oh. Why do you know all about wrestlers' babies? <laughs> that is a theme, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Tristan, and what's the... Tristan Nash, Cameron Cade, Higginbottom, um, <laughs> Bottom. Little Dunn. I don't know what <laughs> this kid's name. Little Dunn. Little Dunn. Um...
0: Uh, some chops there, driving the air out of Pentagon at ringside.
1: Well, he's posted on his Instagram as a child. Okay. Come on, man. Pete, Don, Young, and Bitter. Find it. <laughs> so he's doing... Oh! oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he was trying to set up... He's really, I guess, his biggest... It, it almost seems like how much they're... Oh, and uh, here's Pentagon with some kicks to the leg. The... The amount of sarcastic taunting that's going on from it's Pete Dunn wild, yeah. almost seems like this feud that they're having is taunt based. It's like that's the like... only disagreement that they have <laughs> with each other is Pete My Dunn's like I hate I hate that you taunt so much. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's almost like Pete might be insecure. Yeah,
0: hmm. I think that's I think that's fair to say. Oh, and he just kicks him with a oh
1: super kick uh, from Penta.
0: Yep, at ringside. I think that's fair to say because. I could see how the the amount of love that Pentagon was getting at the beginning of the match might bother him. Oof! Chop to the chest. That's one of the uh, one of those echoing chops.
1: And we don't know because we don't have the audio on is if Pete entered this match as a big face coming off of that tournament, which I think it would be understandable, right? That's, yeah, this guy's hometown really... boy done good. Exactly. But yet, this audience might be more into Penta.
0: So. Right. And another. Uh... Forearm, um, uh, penit counters, but I think that would make sense for Pete to be a little oh
1: backcracker. Is that backstabber? Backstabber, backcracker, whatever you want to call it. It's Racist. <laughs> but I think that would
0: make sense for Pete to be. I mean, <laughs> <Is that> the <laughs>
1: glitter. <laughs> you see the glitter of Pete Dunne's, uh tights. No, it's but, come off.
0: So I I just love that we're <laughs> we're chanting for Pentagon here. Pentagon is the babyface, but when Pete Dunn kicked out at two. Pentagon fucking charged that route. Ra- Ooh, uh, It just took a uh, German. A German. Oh, here we go. X-Flex. Whoa. And that's one, two, and Pentagon escapes. But I love how Pentagon is. Oh, I said before Pete Dunn doesn't fly. He's going up to the top rope. This does, is unfamiliar territory he for him. Occasionally. Yeah, but it's not his. Uh, it's, it's not his forte. A. Oh, a double stop. One, two, kick out, and a kick out. But yeah, Pentagon, despite the fact that he's the babyface, when he got a two, he was about to murder that referee for not counting three. Yeah. So just a reminder, casual reminder, Pentagon and Pete Dunne, both very bad
1: human if beings. If we could get a triple threat. Yes. Pete Dunne. Yes. Penta. Yes. Suzuki. Oh,
0: interesting.
1: Those are basically all the same guys. Their
0: hateful Japanese grandpa, Minoru
1: Suzuki. And <laughs> That matches Hata Havana someone, right? Yeah, at well, least some iteration one of of Because I know uh, Suzuki's been in reference, He's actually there quite often. Also,
0: uh, Finley. Well, that's more of an intergenerational...
1: Finley and Dunn? Or Finley yeah. and Suzuki?
0: Finley, Dunn, Finley, Pentagon. Fin- any of those guys.
1: Pete is yelling at the audience. We can't tell what he's saying, but it's probably not sweet.
0: No. <laughs> probably bitter. Here we go. He's... Taking too much time. Oh, kick to the fucking ear. That looks horrifying.
1: Zero fear. Oh, DDT. DDT.
0: Ooh. Right to the head. That's a pretty crisp DDT. Here Canadian we go. Canadian
1: Destroyer? Nope.
0: Yep. Oh, shit. Mexican Destroyer. One, two, and... Oh, Pete Dunne kicks oh, Mexican out.
1: Mexican Destroyer. You should just call it Trump. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? He's going to make us great again. That's the one thing about wrestling. I think is kind of funny. that like they adjust yeah. their they adjust their gear. Yeah. My
0: favorite is the superplex when you get dropped like from twenty feet in the air yeah. and you immediately pull your wedgie. <laughs> I love
1: that so much. Well, Ronda has the same problem. She's she's always she's it, like,
0: she's constantly like fixing her uh, her front area. Ooh, ooh, a head head butt. Butt.
1: Oh, headbutt! Oh, an ends
0: Gary. Oh man, Pentagon is always good for like spit flying out of his mouth on oh, a, yeah. on a big strike. Pete off the ropes into a super, super kick. kick. Doesn't go down though.
1: Look Resilient. at that!
0: Oh, and here's the here's where the strong style comes in. We're getting a strike exchange now.
1: Do you own that shirt?
0: I don't own the gold variation. Uh, another
1: Enziguri. My favorite move in WWF Attitude, the video game. The Owen Hart version? Uh, no, Shawn Michaels. What do we have here? off the top rope Canadian Destroyer oh! oh my god Pete
0: Dunn hit a top rope uh, Canadian Destroyer I think my destroyer. like, destroyer's
1: Destroyer I know that's a move but I don't know if that's like the British version of drops Pentagon
0: Pentagon up off. Oh, another oh! one another one this one putting Pete down
1: god Jeez. damn DJ Khaled up in this motherfucker that's another another one reference get it uh,
0: another, no, no I have no idea what you're talking about god, so sorry
1: DJ Khaled
0: yes I, I know he's a person.
1: His thing, his whole thing is about another one.
0: Oh, okay. Baby Jesus. Remember remember the first Thor movie where he threw the coffee cup and he was like another. No. Okay. Well, Chris Hanford, I didn't he's a big deal. I did watch
1: Marvel though. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. So, So, setting up for a package pile driver, (laughs) he's
0: going for his finish, and Pete Dunne is grasping the referee's wrist, and Pentagon shoved the (laughs) referee. What do we have here? A tombstone! Yikes! Dropped right on his head. One, One, two, two. and Pentagon escapes. So Pete Dunne was about to get hit by Pentagon's finishing move, the package pile driver. Grabbed the referee's hand to stop it. Pentagon thought the referee was, like, trying to help Pete Dunne for some reason. Pentagon just hates this referee. Like,
1: portsmouth uh, job.
0: Right. Got in the referee's face, which allowed Pete Dunn to hit him with a fucking field goal punt to the taint. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. This referee is basically Earl Hebner, and Pete is Triple H. He's like a, he's like, yeah, he's
0: getting this referee's face. This referee is getting, <laughs> oh, he's grabbing the referee's, threatening to break the referee's finger, I guess. I love it. He's not learning his lesson, though, which is that if you leave... Pentagon can absorb a lot of punishment, and if you leave him alone for, like, two seconds, he will get up. And like here we right go. Right He's about... going for the bitter end. Oh! oh and, shit. and Pentagon counters the bitter end the into p- a DDT. P- p- t- here we go. Grabs Pete for the Pentagon oh, driver. One, two, three. Three. three! Whoa!
1: Whoa! Well, I did it. Pentagon
0: Jr. is our winner... That was surprising. Having yeah, having said he didn't even hit Pete with his his he he Pete he <laughs> he beat pinned. It? Uh he defeated Pete Dunn with not his package pile driver, which is his his main finish. He beat him with one of his uh his I signature moves, mm. which is the uh pump handle driver, mm-hmm. or the Pentagon
1: driver. That's really surprising considering uh maybe maybe well we don't know exactly what happened to Pete after this, right? But This is the beginning of the end of his time in Ref Pro. Right, he's got to go to
0: WWE and win the UK title, so maybe this was his farewell. That would make sense. Um, But yeah, it's uh, it's surprising that... Oh, and Pete... Pete... (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Are they going to attack each other? I kind of hope so. Oh, that's very... Oh, Oh, that's sweet. Oh, he's leaving the territory. (laughs) Yeah, he's got to be, because Pete... Shook. Uh, he shook hands with Pentagon, gave him the the zero fear oh. hand it, signal. Yeah. Then, uh, kind of bowed to him politely since he's a ninja. Yep, of course. <laughs> and <laughs> leaving awesome. leaving Pentagon to the ring. So I guess what we're seeing here is probably Pete Dunn's exit from Rev Pro. Yep. And I think maybe the hope is that Pentagon Junior is just gonna maybe fill his spot on the roster. Sure. Going forward. And here we go. The little kids. Yeah, Pentagon loves oh, the little so children. Many other kids here. All are precious in his sight. Dude, what is
1: that? <laughs> that's a tremendous amount of a, a tremendous amount of children. Yeah,
0: I kind of hope. I kind of hope Pentagon drags one of these seven year olds
1: out of the front row and breaks their arm. So, Pete Dunne versus Pentagon Junior. Yeah. Thoughts. Um, I am gonna rewatch it with audio because mm-hmm. I think that does add to the match. That's the most matches. Yeah, especially
0: in a, in a small arena like this, and especially with a, a guy like Pentagon, who connects so well with audiences, Mm -hmm. and so much of what he does is based on audience interaction.
1: Yep, and we mentioned kind of timing of the show, and where both guys were, um, in their respective careers, and Pete's Mm -hmm. coming off that tournament, Penta's coming off, uh, presumably a two season arc. Yes. And Lucha Underground. Um, Maybe this is one of his first shots in uh, in the UK as well. I think so. Probably at least one of the first few. Because right? he, were,
0: he went right from Mexico to Lucha Underground, which was his first exposure outside of Mexico. Yeah. That started in twenty fifteen. So I think by twenty seventeen was probably his first sort of. Yeah. His first sort of steps outside of Mexico
1: or a lucha libre adjacent property so in terms of the match I think it was you know definitely a good match I wouldn't say it's it was like an excellent match I think it 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 was a house show match it felt like yeah like they they definitely weren't lazy or anything it was more like we're gonna do our spots yep um we're not gonna phone it in either but it's not the story from what I could remember about the match we just watched it yeah there wasn't a tremendous amount of like story or heat being built up it was like you know, it's like you know, a twelve minute match, yeah. maybe at that. So, um, it was fine. What did you think? I thought, I thought it was good.
0: Yeah. I thought it was, like we said before, one of those things where people intersect, they move apart, and yeah. later on, they may have a better. They may have a better match. Yeah. Especially as they learn to control, they learn to better control a live audience. Yeah. And better read a live audience. Mm-hmm. So, there wasn't really a narrative to this match, so to speak. The only, the only real narrative, which I did appreciate, was that Pete Dunne knew how to manipulate Pentagon Jr.'s compulsion to do catchphrases and yeah. signature talks. Yeah. <laughs> because if you if you say anything about fear, Pentagon Jr. would teleport into the room yeah. and say, CERO MIEDO! And then you just grab his finger and, and yeah. twist it. And I think... If you were going to, like, if you were gonna sit here and book this match, you would say, "Okay, well, since Pentagon Junior's signature thing is putting his fingers in people's faces, yeah. and Pete Dun's signature thing is bending people's fingers, yeah. that's like number one thing you check off."
1: Yeah, I think you know one of the issues with matches like this, which is it seemed like it was a one off, is yes. how much of a story can you really uh, build to it, and then come out coming out of it what is the story, if any, and you know, it, it would appear like this is Pete's, like, last real match, uh, with Rev Pro, so, I mean, if I was booking this match, uh, I, you know, I would have probably booked it maybe a few months earlier, Right. and maybe built up to a third match that was, a bit, or second match that was a bit more, um, story-based, and went longer, and I think you could have done something in the first match, maybe this match, um, where Pete wins, mm-hmm. but it's because of, like, Tyler or Trent. And you can bring in Phoenix, and you do a, a tag to hold over. Right. And then you can go back to the singles match. But, I mean, obviously that's not what happened here. Right. And I think it just, it didn't have... I think a match...
0: This match probably could have gone a couple more minutes. I think... They could have structured it a little bit better. I don't think Pentagon Jr. really got enough offense. He hit his signature spots, yeah. but Pete controlled it from the very beginning, yep. which is a little bit unusual for a a traditional heel-face dynamic. Yep. Generally, you have you have the babyface run wild for a minute, the heel uh bends the rules or whatever he has to do to can to regain control. Then you have a few hope spots leading to the comeback, and then you have the final sprint where either the babyface perseveres, or the heel sneaks out a win, and this didn't necessarily follow that traditional structure. It didn't necessarily follow a structure at all.
1: I was going to say, I don't. As I look back on the match, it it was a series of their respective spots. Yes, and it was I fun it, to see
0: those fi- signature spots interact. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think that's what this match is. Right, this match isn't meant to be. A real story. It's like right. these two, as you like, two ships passing in the night type thing. Where it's, you're probably never going to see this again. Y- these are very similar characters, and we want to see that. And so that's what they've given us as an audience, which is fine. That's not yes. like a bad thing. If they ever do this match again, if this happens, in... I don't even I, I, where WWE? would it, where would it happen
0: again at WWE or who knows how things? We we're living in a world where there are many many places where you can make a living as an elite pro wrestler at yeah. this point and that's not an aew reference but aew is a place where pentagon is going to be working yeah it is a place where pete dunn could work in the future
1: i find it hard pressed they would let him go but you never know yeah
0: yeah I, mean, I it depends and if they get him on the main roster and they don't know how to use him he might wind up not resigning oh no i
1: mean absolutely that could happen but even when um uh... Guys don't get used well. They stick around for the money. They Well, at least they get offered a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, they may stay regardless of how they feel creatively. We'll, I'll get paid millions of dollars to do nothing. It's fine. Right. So, uh, I don't know if we'll ever see this match again. I would hope so. Yeah. I think uh, we're more much more likely to see Pentagon in WWE than Pete uh, out, out of WWE because I just don't see them. Releasing talent, so um, it's much more likely that like Penta gets a lot of steam, yeah. And the Fed is uh throwing yeah. money their way, yeah. It could be, I mean, it depends. There are a lot of variables. 2019, yes, as you said, crazy change in wrestling landscape, yes. We don't know what this year's will look like at the end of it, no. Uh, Vince could die, yes. Um, Vince could also just leave because uh, XFL, there's an XFL coming. To you we're going to a game by the way okay great i'll go um so we don't know i mean hunter it, it's gonna be interesting to see what the, the end of this year looks like because yeah. you've penta's gonna be in, in aew yes uh, pete will probably be, be on the main roster at this point you have to assume because there's nothing else for him to do in yeah. in, in, in the uk either rent. yeah he's been the champion forever walter's obviously the, the next guy the next guy and it's going to be interesting because uh, this is a bigger discussion about what the wrestling world will look like, but by, when was this match, February 20, 2017? Yes. By February 2020, Yeah. Uh, three years later, we're going to have more than likely Raw in USA on Mondays, uh-huh. AEW on Tuesdays, rumor has it, it's like TNT or TBS, one of those channels, uh-huh. um, SmackDown on Fox. We gotta end
0: this show that we're recording. it! Okay, this has been another episode. Oh, uh, Pentagon, Pete Dunne, both great. Match could've been better. Hopefully it happens again and is better. Uh, it won't ever
1: happen again probably, but, um... I hope it will. Maybe in like... Yeah, that's the thing. If it happens again, it'll maybe happen when they're a little bit past their prime. Yeah, and quite frankly, I guess I think this would happen more likely in the WWE setting just because of how they treat contracts now. Yeah. Um, and it may not be as great because it's WWE. And yeah, and they kind of have a slower, yeah. less intense
0: style. But you know, that's what we're saying. Everything's up in the air. Yeah. The 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 Vince future could, Vince could die. <laughs> he could die. He's uh, all the sneezes he's ever held in will Jeez. just come out at once, and he'll explode. <laughs> this has been another episode of the I Hate Wrestling podcast. One of like, my guest, Ahmed. What's up? Uh, I want to thank Corinne Dodenhoff for designing my logo. I want to thank the Novas for the use of my theme song The Crusher. I want to remind you to like, rate, review and subscribe on iTunes on SoundCloud. I want you to visit me at I Hate Wrestling on Facebook at IHWPod.com where you can see our wonderful shop where we have things you can buy for fat dogs. Also, <laughs> I want to <laughs> My neighbor um, has a fat dog. Neighbor has a fat dog? Buy him a bandana for a fat dog. I dogs. want his dog to your poops. I also want to remind you to uh, follow me on Twitter at IHWPod and follow me on Instagram at IHateWrestling.
1: Ana, do you have anything you want to plug? I just updated my psychology today profile photo. All right, solid. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Great. I'm on Instagram. That's good news. Uh, Brown listed. It's like blacklisted, but But not really. It's a little less melanin. Another thing to plug. Well, I'll be at Rep Pro. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So if we're, you wanna, yeah, we're going to New Japan Pro Wrestling in Ring of Honor. New Japan. Yes, at the Garden, right? Yes. Um, I hope so. Otherwise, yeah. I otherwise, like we're gonna it's... be confused. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, um, yeah. So if you see, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably be wearing my I hate wrestling T-shirt.
1: So. I'll be wearing a cardigan and a button-down, probably. That's...
0: But yeah, because he's he's a therapist.
1: That's not it, because I can't...
0: It doesn't matter anymore. All right, so... Uh, Don't own any other clothes. <laughs> so, um, Ahmed, you know how the show ends. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What, what is your wrestling character this week?
1: This week, because it the changes. Um, damn, you put me on the spot. You can cut some of this out, right? Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it seem seamless. Um the guy Jussie Smollett that's my wrestling character Jesus Christ I come to the ring with bleach oh And a a, uh, for all you anime fans out there and I've got two Nigerians and KKK hoods yeah that's me sounds like a WCW character honestly (laughs) right a little bit Vince Russo is all over this dude if I could do it all over again if I could do my life all over again Mm Mm-hmm. I would have applied for a job at WCW. When? When you were like nine? When I was like eleven. <laughs> it just seems like it's so much fun. Yeah, because like nobody was watching. Nobody was watching. You get paid so much money. The Hollywood Havoc set. Yep. If you're Bo- if you're Bobby Heenan, you just show up loaded and nobody says anything. Rest nice in peace. Greatest of all time. All right. So they, they are they done here. My my character is Josie Smollett. Smell it, smell it. Smell it, dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Vince Russo. <sighs> when well, we can't wrestle. Goodbye.
0: Not great, Bob. Um, Bob? Bob. It's a Mad Men
1: reference. Who's Bob? Uh, what the fuck is his name? Bob, Bob something. Bob Vila? No. Bob Vance from Man's no. Bob. It was something, the last name of the B. Is it the old dude? No. That's Roger. Uh, no, the other old dude. Oh. Um, when he dies, at some point. Uh, this is getting cut out. Yeah. We're, we're this, is the, this is the Mad Men podcast. This is the hateful... Mad Men podcast which is a wrestling podcast.
0: We're going to talk about uh, we're just going to talk about Pentagon versus Pete Wait, what the fuck's his name? What's the guy's name for Mad Men? Pete Campbell. Pete Campbell. Yeah, we're going to the talk douchebag. about we're going to talk about Pentagon versus Pete
1: Campbell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pete Dondraper. Pete Pete Dondraper? Pete Dundraper? Ugh. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm happy about that. Okay, so um, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna cut out your joke and leave my joke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fine.